another stunning day. Just in the second half of the ridge walk. Quite a lot of people around today. Um, more and more people seem to have had the same idea as me about this particular walk as being a good one. alone in really quite extraordinary part of the walk actually it's easy to kind of ignore but it's like walking along the side of a it's like walking on the side of a big bowl um, lined with grass it's a beautiful little valley Loads of birds around, and I think uh, just seeing a crow go across there. Something calling there. And it's quite an amazing place. Again, you just get the intimation of the immense age of the landscape. It's been changed. It's amazing softness to the landscape here. in trying to help someone who's had a hard time um, and uh, can easily get into a bit of an emotional state. And it's, it's quite interesting. Um, I think particularly at the moment, again, because of our, for most of us, there's relative isolation. I'm on my own in my flat. Um, quite a lot of people are isolating as couples 
and uh, others as families, but there's a lot less social contact, obviously, than there's been for a long time. And it, it made me realise when um, uh, this particular person um, phoned me in, in a bit of a state, and uh, it made me realise how, how responsive we are to the emotional state Maybe the, maybe the general state of the people that we're in contact with. And I found myself feeling somewhat anxious, partly because it took me a while to find out exactly what the problem was, and partly because even when it turned out to be something that really wasn't a problem, just needed something needed doing, that's fine. I realised that there was some residual stress that I'd taken on. I'm not sure if, yes, I'm not sure if it's fair to say I'd taken it on as if she'd handed it over to me, whether it was something which had, something which I had generated in response or in sympathy with her. I think it's, I think it's interesting because well, it's interesting in loads of ways. One of the things is that it makes me realise how much what we are and how we are at any particular time um, does depend so much on the people around us. And that goes from you know, whether you've got somebody who's a fun, fun and happy person to be with at work or not, or... Uh, So it could be picking up on the sort of emotional or general uh, tenor, if you like, tone almost of the people that you spend time with at work. It could be how it is in your family. And you may or may be more or less happy with that, the way you feel about that or coping with that. Um, it goes beyond that in that different cities have very different different vibes and I, I find that a very interesting thing it's one of the joys of travelling I'm looking forward to being able to travel even small distances really but um, you know, the difference between say London and somewhere like Newcastle or York Exeter, let alone the, the even smaller places. I find it very interesting how there seems to be this tremendous mixture of humanity kind of resonating with each other, but also humanity resonating with the planet, with the, with the place. Um, I spent a fair bit of time in Edinburgh over the years and the 
really quite epic scale of the city, the changes of level and the, the visibility of, of Arthur's seat, this great volcanic feature, as well as the castle sitting on its own volcanic feature, a great plug of granite. It's interesting to me how the, the ethos, if you like, of the people, the attitude, the manner, quite hard to find a word for it. <laughs> there may be a better, there may be an exact word that I'm groping for, but how much of that is affected by the physical aspects of where they're living, as well as that vibe, and actually how that maybe gets transmitted down the years. interesting that mental and physical attitudes held by people hundreds of years ago quite likely affect the state of mind and the state of being of people today and similarly we we what we do now will presumably have the same the same effect similar effects further down the line I suppose that is one thing that I take from, from this, which is that um, we do actually have an effect on people and, and we are affected by people. And, uh, and as with many things, I think it's very useful to recognize that the boundaries around us, who we are, what we think we are, um, they're quite porous and some of those attitudes and some of those behaviours, habits, ways of being, it's, it's kind of hard to see where they began and it's also hard to see where they end because we, we don't know that. And I think within that, it's interesting to see what choice we have. We don't necessarily want to be demonstrative about anything. If I went up to London and decided I was going to be Mr. Mr. Chilled Out Buddhist and walk around really slowly, uh, I would probably just end up irritating people. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'd, I would. So I'm not, I'm not really talking about manipulating other people or trying to look in any particular way. I think it's more about recognising being alive to the reality of our existence and its nature right now and the conditionality of it in a sense. In some ways it's great because, again, theme I come back to quite a lot, is there's, a, there's an element of relaxation suddenly when you, it's no longer you, when it's no longer your opinions and your thoughts and your priorities, when actually you're part of a constantly breaking wave, when there's no instant 
when you can say I am this or I am that. I think it's it's freeing. I think it also leads to gratitude. who taught our teachers, who taught our teachers. Again, how far back does that go? And how far forward will that go? my small part in this beginningless and endless flow, just putting my, putting one foot in front of the other here as I walk along this field edge. In this particular very beautiful little part of the planet. discontent, pettiness, anger, and all of those things. Well, I know they're part of life, part of the possibilities of our minds. But I think if we look up, look outward, rather than listening to ourselves and listening to people who are perhaps not in the best frame of mind. We can find, in some ways, our own way. But I think it's more than our own way, actually. it's true for all of us, every single person, every single being of any description, is part of this flow. strange way we can we can hold on we can resist I sometimes describe myself as being like a kid who kind of wants to go down a slide but kind of doesn't and holds on to the side and pushes out with the feet and you sort of hear them squeaking very slowly down the slide we can certainly hold on and, and avoid but Ultimately, 
ultimately we do need to let go and actually do what we do what we need to do so yeah so I will I will take the next step on this walk and I guess when I'm in that situation I will very much notice not try and run away from this additional tension that dealing with emotions can very often lead to in some ways emotions are tensions tensions and release of tension you could say which is very much part of again human humanity but letting go not being fixed in ideas and when I say that I mean really not being fixed in a kind of justification it's easy to have a lump of emotion arise and and then for ideas and thoughts and feelings to kind of aggregate around that So I think seeing the, the broader picture and recognising that there is no particular moment when I can point to anything and say that it is this. I think it leads to a kind of humility really. Yes, that's probably enough. I hope everyone's doing okay and I hope you stay well.